This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Five five twenty-five, almost. Uh, it's the warm show till six o'clock. We got Boomer. We got Geo. It is a big Wednesday program. A lot of baseball, maybe some basketball as well. Some cool things happened around the NBA last night. Uh, also, and the Devils helped out the Islanders as they beat down the Penguins. Two music-related things in relation to Mets and Yankees, Jerry, I'd like to. And by the way, I have avenged sevenfold tickets at 5.30. That's like in six minutes, Jerry. Don't make me forget that. Uh, the Jonas Brothers were on the Yes broadcast yesterday at the Met game. The Amazon Prime broadcast. Oh, right, right, right. Actually, I did have a couple people reach out and go, where's the Yankee game? It was on Amazon. It was on Amazon Prime, right, but they used the Yes Yeah, it's uh, done people. by the, it's, it's a Yes production. Um, so Jonas Brothers were on there because I guess they are uh, doing a show at Yankee Stadium. So uh, one of the Jonas Brothers got to call a uh, Anthony Volpe single up the middle. I think I do have that for oh. you, as a matter of fact, if you would like to hear it. I know they um, they were also in the booth with John and Susan for a while. Oh, is that right? Which was, yeah, which was kind of cool. They were just talking about, uh, you know, calling the game, how different it is and all sorts of different things like that. My God, is this? Here's the Volpe single. Here he comes. He's swinging. There it is. Down the middle. Oh, base hit. Let's go. Is he going to go? He's going to stay. Yep. Base hit for Anthony Volpe. Well done. Crowd goes wild. (laughs) A Jonas Brothers. I don't know a single Jonas Brothers song. I feel like Um, I should. I think you probably would. All right. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but my guess is I've heard them. I'm always impressed when someone can play a stadium. Is that Umbop? No, that was the Hansons. That was Hanson oh, Brothers. Okay. Jonas Brothers, we probably do know something. There's no way John or Susan knew anything about the Jonas Brothers. I, I, they're in their 70s and 80s. Right, that's what I'm saying, Jerry. I'm, I'm in sure my they 50s, heard of them, know. but I'm sure they heard of You're them. You're sure they're aware that they exist? Well, of course. Doesn't mean they're listening to them. Then I got a, this is an interesting one, Jerry. I got a press release from the Mets. Oh, okay. That says uh, there's a there's a performance at Sea Field. On July 8th. Okay. By Burna Boy. I don't know who that is. I know Pink is playing there. This is not Pink, Jerry. This is Burna Boy. Okay. Announces historic show as he's set to become the first Nigerian artist to headline a U.S. stadium. Great. Now, when I heard Nigerian artist and Burna Boy, at first I thought it was Soja Boy who was on 90 Day Fiance. Had a... What? That's different from Soldier Boy. An artist you know here. Yes. Soja Boy was on 90 Day Fiance. He's a rapper in Nigeria. Twice was he on He stole 90. the name? That's what I keep thinking. And I don't care if he spells it differently. Yeah. He stole the name. I think he stole the name. 
That's who I thought it was huh. at first, though. That would be like someone getting a job as a producer, and their name is Al D-O-O-K-S, Al Dukes. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't like that. No, of course you wouldn't. I wouldn't care for that one bit. Huh. My question is this. How do they know Burna Boy is popular enough here to play a stadium? Well, my guess would be that there's a huge Nigerian population here that has come over. Or why wouldn't there be? Especially in New York. I mean, New yeah. York is so... I mean, right, we got people from everywhere. I, that doesn't surprise me, actually. Burn a boy. If this does well, maybe we'll get other Nigerian artists. So, let's see. So, is Burn a Boy on Spotify? Uh, probably, Jerry. All right, hold on, hold on. So I'm always fascinated by this because we always think of our little box, what how we listen you, to and we watch. I know you, you're just learning of this uh, terrific artist, Jerry. I am. How would you spell Burna yourself? I've got the spelling in front All of me. All right, so I'm going to ask you to spell yeah. it because I would spell it B-U-R-N-A. Correct. Is that right? That's the correct spelling. Good job. Oh, look at me. All right, so if I put... I look at you, Jerry. Burn a Boy. Oh, he Burn comes right up. Yeah. I mean, his most popular song is 237 million plays. Interesting. It's called Last Last. Maybe I'll play that coming out of break. I don't, well, it's, there's no, I'll there's say no this, curses? there's no E for explicit in well, that for song. Burn a Boy. If Burn a Boy can uh, perform without cursing, I'm sure the Jonas Brothers, same thing. That's two clean artists, Jerry. That's what I like in my baseball, my local baseball. Well, players. I mean, his fourth song and fifth song are explicit. Oh. Well, but okay. his, I will tell you, though, his top five songs on Spotify. Yeah. The tens of millions of plays, his top two songs, hundreds of millions. No, it hasn't reached the bill. Who would you say is the top The top song would be by who, would you say? I'm Taylor gonna, Swift? Yeah, yeah. I also you know who else? I, I follow this guy, Eric Alper, I think his name is on uh, t- on uh, Twitter. He's a music guy. He always right. is t- writing about Drake in the top. I think Drake has like a lot more songs than I'm aware of. All right, so the most uh, Drake probably does, yes. I'm trying to see because I saw the most streamed songs. There's three and a half billion, and that's a lot. Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. Oh, right. I did see that. Has been the, streamed yeah. three and a half billion times. This guy, The Weeknd, is also much more popular than uh, than I would think. Well, but again, that's pop music. You're not listening to it. You don't know that, Jerry? I do know that. Ed Sheeran is pop music, 3.4 billion for Shape of You, whatever song that is. I'm sure I know it. You do know it. I'm sure I do. I am only currently listening to artists in their 70s. So right now, Jerry, I'm probably not the best person. No, probably not. And as I'm going down here, the list, there's no one from the 70s in the billions. Uh, Drake. Number seven on the list with the song One Dance, 2.6 billion plays. Damn. Yeah, and that's but it also goes to show, too, how much more this plays to the younger audience that are streaming music nonstop. Yeah. Like, par- I'm like, my parents are not, they're, they're not listening, they're not streaming music. They're still listening to the radio. My, my kids stream everything. Even Matthew's put the Odyssey app on now, which is great. He's also listened to the fan in Dallas, which is kind of cool. I got him into that. But they stream everything. So and when you, it doesn't surprise me that Martha and the Vandellas aren't on this list. That shocked me, Jerry. I'll be honest with you. Was, uh, the fact that Heat Wave didn't come up as one of the <laughs> actually, most streamed songs ever. I, what's funny you, you say that is it actually does, but it's the one by the Glass Animals. <laughs> All right. That's a good I play it as bumper music sometimes here. Number I played 13, it Heat Waves, 2.3 <laughs> billion plays, but not the old Heat Waves. <laughs> I actually funny. played that yesterday coming out of one of the breaks. It's a good song. Very good song. Uh, all right, how, all right. How would you? This is funny. So you just told me how would I spell Burna Boy? One Burna second. Boy, yeah. How would you spell Juice World? Juice World, Jerry. Yes, J U I C E. That's true. W R L D. Oh, look That's at you! What I'm talking about, now, Jerry? How did you know that? 
Or would you take a guess? I took a guess because uh, you said it was spelled different. Then, then after you said that, I was kind of remember seeing it written somewhere. Ah, damn it. I thought In I the had meantime, you there. Jerry. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, my goodness, Jerry. <laughs> That's Avenged Sevenfold. Right now, you can be caller number 7 at 866-540-WFAN. That's 866-540-9326. Your ch- chance to win a pair of tickets to see Avenged Sevenfold at Madison Square Garden on Friday, June 23rd. From our friends, Jerry, at Live Nation. To purchase tickets, visit LiveNation.com. You know what I don't understand? I know we're kind of, we've moved off the sports for a minute, but you've heard the name Marshmallow? Yes. Why is it that the lead singer, because he's just a DJ, right? Is that what he is? I believe so. How come in some of his songs there's no credit to the lead singer? I only say that because I see here... Marshmallow's got, uh, with Bastille, mm-hmm. they got the song Happier. That's number 47 on the list. But I have songs on Spotify, on mine, yeah. where it just comes up Marshmallow, and it's a woman singing. I don't know. And they're not identified in terms, it's just like it's his song. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Hmm. I thought you're the music guy. Yeah. I thought you'd know that. Nope. So I guess he wrote it. He did everything. But I would think you'd give some credit to the singer. I guess it's the way you would look at it as a band. I don't know. That's a good question. I'd love to get Marshmallow on the phone. Who's Quavo? Ask him these hard-hitting questions. Quavo's a popular artist now. I've heard it of Quavo. must be because he does a song with uh, Post Malone. By the way, I am up to song 72. Mm-hmm. I've got nothing in terms of like an older band or yeah. artist. All right. Are the Arctic Monkeys old? No. That's new too? Jeez. Oh, they're newer. They're not old. Oh, they're not brand new, Jerry, but they're not Paul McCartney. All right, you know what? This might be the oldest one that I just came across, Oasis, Wonderwall. Oh, yeah, people love the Wonderwall. And there's an old Eminem song in here, too, Lose Yourself. Other than that, they're all new. All new stuff. Yeah. You a Bad Bunny fan? Uh, no, not even a, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Jerry, Caitlin Clark was on a Sports Center yesterday. Yes, she was. And she has no problem with Angel Reese trash talking or doing the hand gesture. She said she loves it. Very mature response. uh, Yeah, she's all for the competitiveness. She also said that she doesn't think runners-up should go to the White House. She's right. We don't do this with anybody else. Yep. So very mature in both cases from Caitlin Clark. And then I heard uh, one of the uh, political sports people that I listened to, I honestly can't remember who it was, uh, said that Jason Whitlock. Who else do you listen to? uh, Like Clay Travis. He's a political guy. I didn't even think of him, though. Well, yeah, I was thinking more sports political. Okay. But yes, Jason Whitlock, definitely political sports guy, uh, saying that, you know, Iowa is a very, is a state that, that presidential candidates always battle for. Iowa's the one Iowa of those, caucuses. Yes, Jerry. And they felt like that was a political move to invite Iowa because they need Iowa for whatever. Well, there's a presidential election coming up. I know, but who's running, Jerry? One well, guy's I mean, a thousand years old. One guy. I know he is, but is he's a, got an opportunity to rerun. And one guy's a nutcase. 
what are we doing, Jerry? We need another candidate to show his face I, or I, her face, Jerry. It's twenty twenty three. Don't know. One candidate's in, in court yesterday with yes. thirty four charges against him. Another one looks another looks guy like he's a thousand years. I don't know. I don't mumbling know. Mumbling about chocolate ice cream. I, what are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> what do we do, Jerry? I have no idea. You want to run for go, for uh, office? Let's go. And I also like <laughs> I do love this LSU Angel Reese. Still deciding, Jerry. <laughs> she's not still deciding. <laughs> she she's is. going. She's still deciding whether she's, she's going to the going. White House. Love she's it. She's going. Knock it off. She doesn't like this uh, Jill Biden inviting Iowa. And didn't didn't she? Didn't the first lady also come out and say it really wasn't an invitation? Yes. She backtracked. Right. She After backtracked. She got it. Destroyed on social media. Yeah. I'm sure and saw it and found out about yes. it. Yes. I would think. Oh, look! There's the video. It's funny. They're like, uh, yes, uh, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to walk back that uh, invite. Yes, one hundred percent. Tony Kemp. <laughs> and as far as the men's basketball, which I don't even care for anymore, Jerry, I yeah. watch mainly, mainly just women's NCAA. Mm-hmm. No, these days. you don't watch any basketball. I'm watching mostly. You don't even know the, the rule. You're not even sure if a, if a basket's two or three points at this point. From farther away, it's three right. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, rec- I do like this. They go record low, record yeah, low audience for the men's. Championship game, UConn, San Diego State. They still got almost 15 million people. Correct. But which, comparatively speaking to other ones, that's all that that means. But we also know that every year, aside from the Super Bowl, every year we lose audience on regular television. It, yes, except that you got 10 million people for the women's game. That's a good point. It goes to show like what people were watching. So... You talk about Steph Curry as a lightning rod when he's on fire hitting threes. You know, LeBron James can be. She's become that, this Caitlin Clark. People actually want to watch her. Yeah. What What about this, Jerry? LSU women's versus UConn men's. They would Let's get put destroyed. that on. Who Stop would get it. destroyed? Come on now. Stop. Stop. Hmm. I would watch that. You put that on TV, you get more than 15 million people. Oh, you would watch it, but it. Uh, <laughs> come on now. Oh, I'd watch it, Jerry. I'm curious what the most watched NCAA tournament game was. Let's see. I'd like to Michigan see. State. Oh, Michigan State and your Indiana State in 79 got 35 million viewers. Wow. Yeah. Damn. But this Larry was also, Bird, Magic Johnson. This was also a game I think is more like baseball in that I felt like it was really regional. Like if you were in the Northeast and you were into UConn, you watched it. San Diego State. I don't know how many fans they have, and I don't know how much the rest of the country cared. And that's that's true. I don't. I'm not being. That's just kind of the way it was. I had very little interest in it. Plus, you also didn't think it was going to be that competitive because UConn had been beating people up. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I was trying to tell you was the fact that San Diego State had been a very good defensive team. Maybe they would keep the scoring down, but that really wasn't the case. They still still scored 76 points. Mm-hmm. So, but that doesn't that number doesn't surprise me because while you know it's funny. I don't remember where I, where I read it or heard it or saw it. Someone made the point. Maybe it was Brandon. I don't even know. Someone made the point how UConn has five national championships now. It's like the same as Duke. Yeah, we don't think of them that way. No, though. but I think we need to start thinking of them that way because they've. it's pretty impressive, actually, what they've done. So I would take a break. We're late. 537. When we come back, so much more to do and so little time to do it in. And then 6 o'clock, we'll turn things over to Boomer and Geo on the fan.